0: Hello!
1: I'm Shannon Paradis, your host and founder of Learn, Laugh, Leap. I'll be bringing you content about self-discovery, how people find their purpose, live joyfully, and make an explosive impact on those around them. The podcast at its core is centered around health and wellness But I want to start by learning from people that light up my life personally, laugh a lot, and then I want to have conversations with people that change the way we dream and empower us to leap forward. I'm so excited to take you on this journey with me. Let's leap in. I'm fortunate enough to share some time with Erica Stobik, who I haven't seen since high school but has quite a presence in our hometown Rochester, Michigan. She is a mom of three and she started a blog called Warrior in Yoga Pants and a group called Montourage. She is a leader in the community and people really view her as a mentor and strong role model. Hey Erica.
0: Hi. Hey. What a kind introduction. Oh my goodness. It's so good oh. to uh, be able to talk to you after all this time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's been a really long time, and thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I know you have a busy life, busy schedule, but today I really wanted to introduce, especially for those people that haven't heard of Momtourage, aren't familiar with what it is, to kind of strengthen that community even more than it already is. So can you kind of explain to us what Momtourage is and how it came to fruition?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Momtourage is uh, (laughs) a motherhood support community. It started about five years ago, and I started it shortly after I had my first child, Taylor. I was, I was the first of my friends to really start a family, mm-hmm. and it was pretty jarring for me. I really uh, not, I, I needed support, uh, not only knowing what I was supposed to do with <laughs> a new sweet baby, yeah. um, but I, I was super lonely. My friends uh, were super loving and supported, but I really just needed to feel connected to other moms. There was such an identity shift for me when I became a mom, and it was one that I I loved and embraced, and I I really just wanted to share it with other new moms. Yeah. I rounded up. Some other women in my Facebook network that I knew had just started families as well. We just started a regular old Facebook group. We had something really special. We got really, really close and had this amazing chemistry, and we eventually closed up our group. We just kind of wanted to preserve this special thing we had created for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what I anticipated it to be. But after that, you know, I started to get a lot of messages from other women in my network about starting another group. So I I eventually did. Um, We started another group. And again, I thought that would kind of be it. But over the years, everything happened really naturally and organically, I guess.
1: With the rapid growth of the group, Erica started to become more intentional about how they wanted to grow their community, what kind of culture and support they wanted to create and provide, and what they could do to keep that closeness and safe haven that was essentially created through the
0: group. And um, I just absolutely fell in love with these women. Um, (laughs) They're amazing. So it wasn't intended, but it became, you know, my life's work outside of mom. So... Over the course of four years, or five years now, we've grown 13 individual tribes. We've lived a lot of life together in these five years.
1: The tribes are all over the country, and each tribe has a mix of brand new, soon-to-be first-time moms who are pregnant to veteran moms with multiple children.
0: And it's um, a really good mix of uh, personalities and experiences. Everyone kind of brings a lot to the table.
1: And you mentioned culture and trying to narrow down what that meant for the group. What does that look like?
0: There's a lot of intention that goes into how we operate and kind of the standards that we set for ourselves. Within the community, I have about 35 admins. um, Jeez. Every
1: tribe or subgroup has administrators to not only facilitate conversations and make sure everyone continues to feel safe within these groups, but to model how to converse and interact with each other.
0: I've been in a lot of public motherhood support groups you know there's there's some keyboard warriors out there who um, feel safer you know behind behind their screen and, and we don't have any of that but we're in our community they're, they're full of mutual respect and everyone is very kind and non-judgmental and um, shaming is something we never really have to worry about it so it's a really safe place
1: mm-hmm. How long did it take to grow from the few women that you had reached out to on Facebook to feeling like it was really spreading?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. The first few groups, mind you, the communities has always been referral-based. So they bring in people who, who they know will fit that culture and attitude. Typically, I would say we open a new tribe anywhere from three months to maybe six months everyone takes the referrals pretty seriously. Um, so, you know, um, I always keep a running list um, as they send me names. And then once we kind of get to a certain point where we feel like we can uh, fill up a new tribe, we open it up and get everyone in and start our own little new little family.
1: Is this a nonprofit organization or is it something that you're actually making money from?
0: That's a really good question, too. Um, so... For the past five years, up until now, this has been a complete labor of love wow. on my part. Yeah, when you when you hear people say you have to love what you do because when things get hard, you know that's what's going to carry you through, mm-hmm. and that's totally been what this has been for me. Is I, I love these women so much that they are a huge part of my time and my life. And, yeah um, my energy so about two and a half years ago we kind of actually threw a conversation with one of our members he was talking about how i how i needed to you know take this off of facebook and, and do something more with it And it was through that conversation that this vision kind of kicked in and started to become a reality. And I've worked with a lot of our brilliant members over the past two and a half years to create a new home for us. We've worked with developers and they've built a whole new social platform just for us so we can take our whole community and put it somewhere that's ours. It's about, I'd say, about 98% done. It's been a long journey. um, A grueling loving process oh geez um, but once we move over i will be able to generate revenue um it'll be a, a membership site and so we can we can start to reinvest in ourselves and kind of create something that can meet our needs not uh not just mark zuckerberg's thing <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah. what sort of
1: activities or events do you hold as a group
0: oh goodness all sorts we are pretty darn busy. There's, I guess, three kinds of layers to how we um, connect and, and meet up in person. Mm-hmm. Um, like I mentioned, each tribe within the community is like its own little family, right? They do all sorts of stuff that they plan for themselves. Anything from brunches to zoo play dates to, um, some of them are now planning weekend getaways for just their tribe. They have family beach days, um, girls' night in with sweatpants and wine. <laughs> have, like, Love that doing their own thing and getting together. On top of that, um, we also have some groups that are based by location, Um, mainly within Michigan. We are heavily concentrated Mm -hmm. um, in that mitten state. So... You know, we have some northern Mitten Moms, some of our west side Moms, and lots of suburbs of Detroit. And so they get together based on location as well. And then that final third layer is our community wide kind of events and projects that I plan and are, are open to everyone in the community. So,
1: so that would mean all 13 tribes or just. Wow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. It, it can be, yeah. It's a lot of fun. We um, Every year we do an annual holiday luncheon in, um, in December. we run out a big banquet hall and um, we share a long afternoon together um, kind of celebrating another year by each other's side. I plan two weekend retreats each year one in the spring and one in the fall mm-hmm. and um, I usually take about 28 of us. We actually have one on the books for November and we're going to try for 35 people. Oh my gosh um,
1: yeah. <laughs> how, yeah how um, was that with 28?
0: 28? Yeah I, uh, I rent- you know, some of these huge houses um, in Michigan, and we eat and laugh and drink, and we come in thinking we're going to catch up on a lot of sleep, because we don't have kids, and that's yeah, right. never how it works out, but it's awesome, and then, you know, our normal fun stuff, I, you know, I set up private screening movie nights, we do a lot of volunteering together, Family 5Ks, all sorts of fun stuff.
1: Did you do any event planning or anything like this prior to Momtourage? Because from what I've seen on Facebook, these events look so well put together.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you. Yeah. I'm glad they're appearing that Uh, way. I do not know. No event-manning skills, <laughs> I'm just, I'm very organized, which mm-hmm. helps. A lot. Yeah. I'm just an organized person, and um, I can be very detail-oriented. So I guess those two strengths kind of play into it. But honestly, it's just, it's a lot of fun. I get excited, you know, super excited to do all these things um, with the girls. Making it special, it, it's just, it's natural, I guess. That's
1: um, amazing. Fun. You said that it's a labor of love so when you're putting these events on for however many people do you feel excited overwhelmed while you're putting them together all of the above <laughs>
0: um, the, the, some of the biggest ones that, that really light me up are, are the weekend getaways i just talked about yeah so many of our moms come from different tribes right They're so they're stepping outside their comfort zone and they open up there, there's Yes, and and they connect, and you're watching them make all these, you know, meaningful connections with each other, and have a really really good time together. That's really exciting for me. And the other thing we do a lot of together are give back projects um, mm-hmm. within our communities. We've got a lot of huge generous hearts in the community, and we're really good at pooling that energy together and our resources. And we do a lot to try and give back to local kids who are in need, local moms who are in need, or even we put together a, a cider and donut stand that our kids ran for sending money to Puerto Rico when they got hit by the hurricane.
1: So cool.
0: Yeah, Yeah, we're in the middle of doing a big project. A lot of the immigrant children at the border that were separated from their families, they're being housed here at some facilities in Michigan. So uh, Mm -hmm. we got together and pulled a ton of resources to bring um, to those facilities to try and help the kids be as comfortable as possible while we're here. So those kind of things, it, it, it really is just fueled by passion.
1: So you don't feel like you're alone in any of these either fundraisers or if you're definitely bringing together the group to do this collectively.
0: Oh, 100%. That's oh, awesome. absolutely. Between narrowing down our ideas and goals for what we want to do, these women will jump to help each other, and, and me included, in any way. So they help me with all the details and, and planning, too, in a lot of ways. And everyone pulls their weight and comes together.
1: Well, what has been your favorite give back, I guess, to the community, whether it's for those refugees or the ones that involve your kids?
0: Yeah. I think my favorite... Um, would probably be our Sweet Dreams Day project we do um, okay. in the fall. There are a lot of a lot of kids in Oakland County um, here in Metro Detroit. A lot of foster kids that uh, need need immediate support, um, and and for the caregivers that are that are taking them in. Um, and so we 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 get together and basically orchestrate um, the putting together. With our kids, of uh, what we call these sweet dream bags, and um, we make them geared towards all different ages, from, from newborns through through childhood. And in it, each each kid that we make these for gets their own little their own little oh. backpack that they can that they can use and carry their stuff in. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of times, their stuff gets put into into garbage bags, like trash bags. Oh mm-hmm. um, my gosh! Yeah, we give them backpacks, uh, little bags that are filled with all sorts of age appropriate essentials from, you know, the toothbrush and toothpaste to books to lovies um, and blankets and fresh pajamas and bedtime books and classifiers, you know, oh. whatever, whatever that age group needs. And we, we, we stuff these bags and put them all together. Our kids come, a lot of our kids come and they'll draw and make cards and, and little loving touches to, to put in the bags. It's Really, it's really a magical afternoon kind of seeing everybody work together. Um, for this for this
1: common cause where did the inspiration to give back so much to your community come from i mean it could have just been montaraj and getting the women together but you've gone way above and beyond that and you're really inspiring people to take an extra step to think about others and put others first so where where did this come from
0: oh that's a really good question. Like, I don't know if I can say exactly where it comes from, but I'm, um, I'm a big believer that the world is changed by people who aren't scared to start small. And when you, when you have um, a community, especially like this, there's such a power in numbers that I almost feel like it would, it would be a waste to, to not funnel our energy and love into causes that are dear to us. I think for us, one of, one of uh, Momtraj's values that we share is that we really wanna raise a generation of kids who are kind and compassionate and empathetic
1: mm-hmm. and
0: um, know their own power that they can have in the world. And so we're trying to be, be their example. You know, when they see us together doing these things to give back to others and expect obviously nothing in return, um, just that selfless kind of giving what we can hopefully will raise you know a generation of little people um, who will go out and change the world and yeah, I want to be clear too that when I say when I say giving when we pool resources um, definitely not always financially we try and when we set stuff up have options for everyone whether it's you know being the one to make a lot of calls or you know maybe it's donating um, just your time to help facilitate a certain aspect of it there's always ways you know people can give just trying to find those things and tap into that
1: yeah and
0: and work together man life's a lot better um a lot more fulfilling when you're when you're able to to give to others so true
1: and going off that, being together, I want to talk about your family, Nucleus, and it seems like you really enjoy spending time with each other. You're always on a new adventure of some kind, or you're finding different ways to to spend that time together. So what kind of things do you do as a family, and what could you share with us to maybe strengthen our, our family relationships?
0: Oh, um, well, first... <laughs> Presentation um, on Facebook, I just want to be clear. <laughs> um, that is, you know, just like everybody else, that is definitely our highlight reel. I do not want that mistake, and we are you're definitely not um, not perfect over here. We have our moments and challenges just like every other family. It's just typically I'm, I'm in it, putting out fires, and I don't have pictures to uh, document it, um, but, but yeah. So funny. And, uh, we do, um, we have a lot of fun together. Matt and I, my husband, um, we kind of share just um, a similar mentality. We, we always try and remind ourselves these days are absolutely long. Trust yeah. me, I stay home with three kids, and I bet that. We're trying to lean into that advice you hear from all of the parents that have raised their kids, is that the years are really short. So making the most of our time we do have together is really important. You know, my husband, bless his heart, he, he's so invested in that. When he's not at work, he genuinely loves to be home with his kids. He has a hard time time we have a hard time kicking him out of the house sometimes mm. he really he, he really takes that to heart you know this is going to be over before we know it and um we need to lay that loving foundation now because you know soon they're going to be in school and they're going to be off doing their own things so i'm um, just really even when it's challenging just trying to soak it up i guess as much as we can
1: yeah you mentioned once you had taylor that was a huge shift for you Was that the biggest struggle, is just that transition in your life, or where did you feel like you needed the most support?
0: Um, I always need support. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you, I get to listen to hundreds and hundreds of women talk a lot, a lot of which are stay-at-home moms, and everyone's experience um, can be so personal um, and depends on so many factors, but for me, personally, I think when it was just Taylor and I, I I was very very at ease it was it was it was a pretty easy transition mm-hmm. um i was able to pour so much into her everything was you know pretty good i had to make sure i didn't isolate myself because that can be easy to fall into as a stay-at-home mom is where you start to pull back and um it kind of, you kind of become your own little island but when i was busy things were pretty good the biggest transition for me was really when i started to feel pulled and all do put a lot of my energy into mom Trush and really try and do this and and give it my all Mm -hmm. Um, because Harrison and and Taylor they're 18 months apart so I feel like for the past five years I've either been pregnant or um, you know (laughs) chasing toddlers or or, or nursing it's always something Mm -hmm. and on top of that I was I was trying to squeeze in you know all of this work that that I love that was mine again something for me outside of just playing mom all day.
1: I love how honest she gets here Because if you're a mom or anyone really that juggles relationships and passions, balance is nearly impossible. It's more like a seesaw that tips from one side to the other. Erica mentioned that these past few years, it's been really challenging for her to find that balance between being a present and invested mom and the mom she wants to be for her kids when she's with them, but still setting boundaries and carving out the time for herself so she feels fulfilled and is doing work that is important to her. So she goes back and revisits that word balance
0: balance that is that is (laughs) some it's a a purple unicorn that's for sure yes isn't it i mean uh i because when i when i'm fully engaged in work i feel like i I suffer a little bit as is my the mom role and Mm -hmm. when i'm fully invested in my kids um, which I love doing, you know. Then, then the work that I love suffers a little. So yeah, that that balancing act is a struggle. I think on some level, yeah, all like moms feel for sure.
1: Can you talk a little bit about Warrior and Yoga Pants? Do you still actively work on it?
0: Okay, so there's probably a little confusion around around some of these names. Totally understandable. <laughs> so Montourage is our community it's it's what our name has always been since it started um on facebook we've always gone by Montourage and the social platform I, I mentioned earlier that we've you know been building and will eventually move to when we set that up we we needed to choose a new name for ourselves oh. um because Montage. there's there's lots of other spinoffs that have that word in it. Okay. And um, we really needed something original as our own. In the first few years of motherhood, I did write a blog Mm -hmm. called Warrior in Yoga Pants.
1: Which is an incredible blog, by the way. You guys need to read it. If you haven't had an opportunity to go, you should check out. Some of the things that you've written are just fascinating, and they really kind of hit home.
0: You're... Oh, my gosh, that is so sweet. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that, was, that was just another um, thank you. That's really kind. I never really thought of myself any as a writer. That was just kind of yeah. like therapy for me as I was bearing this whole thing out. But, <laughs> yeah, so when it came time to choose a new name for platform off of Facebook, I let the community vote on what they wanted. And they overwhelmingly chose to kind of take the blog I had written and just uh, throw an S on there. Oh my gosh. um, Call it Warriors. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of, it's kind of all come together. So Momtourage or Warriors and Yoga Pants, it's all us, it's all our community. It's just a name that started us and grew us and what we'll call ourselves eventually um, once we make that hop over to our new home.
1: For someone that is new to Momtourage, they can still find you on Facebook, right? Yes.
0: So this is where it gets a little tricky. Um, <laughs> yes. For people that have not been referred um, by someone, but want to kind of check out what we're doing. I do not have any public social media pages that I keep up with, just because um, I'm not really advertising okay that I guess since it, since it is referral for me, I, I have to be so intentional about my time mm-hmm. and where I use it right now that keeping up a you know a polished social media page for you know for everyone to follow isn't re- doesn't really get that. Uh, my social media pages are personal. Um, those are just me my family and obviously because you know such a big part of me i do share some things but for anyone looking to kind of see what we're up to yep they can visit our website it's www.warriorsinyogapants.com. yoga you know on there you can see um, we have a really cool slideshow it, it kind of highlights all of our uniqueness and differences and um, how varied uh Experiences make us stronger together, and there's a blog on there that highlights all of the activities and things we're constantly doing together, um, so you can keep it. What we've been up to is a lot of information about, about the platform itself and mm-hmm. uh, all sorts of good stuff, and if you can always message me on there, too. There's a contact form.
1: Excited to see the website and and as I mentioned before just every time that something from you pops up I I get so inspired and that's just like that warm kind of heartfelt feeling where You're just doing good and you're spreading love in so many different ways and Honest to god every time that I like go and do something with my daughter where I feel get those like warm and fuzzies I think of you and i'm like, you know, erica would totally be doing this
0: (laughs) oh my gosh what oh what a couple yeah was amazing oh that made my day
1: yeah i i wanted to transition over to taylor and some of the things that she's done can you share some of the acts of kindness that she's shown to complete strangers or maybe people that she knows because i i just think that's so inspiring and special
0: so yeah taylor oh that girl (laughs) she is she's powerful We can't get enough of her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think I think with Taylor, to be honest, the way she shines is um, is honestly just how how in tune she is um, with others' feelings and needs. She is incredibly emotionally intelligent for a five year old. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes to the point where it really can catch you off guard. I'll be like making lunch in the kitchen, and she'll be across the house, and she'll be like, "Hey, mom, what are you thinking about? In there, are you okay?" Oh. <laughs> I'm like, well, to me. she's like no i saw your face I, i'm thinking oh. about something right like she's just she's
1: no way all
0: in tune with with other people and at reading their emotions it's it's so funny um matt and i we we ask ourselves all the time we're like can we take a little credit for this? Or is this, us? Or is this, is this her you know and i definitely think there's absolutely some of that little soul of hers that is all her that we can't we can't touch or take any credit for yeah um but I will say, I think some of it is us too. You know, I, I mentioned you know earlier, I'm, I'm a retired elementary school teacher, um, and it is a very natural reflex for me to want to teach our kids academics and how to read and how to you know, all those all those early academic skills, um, which which is wonderful. But we Matt and I we share the same goal for our kids, um, I'm sure as just as a lot of parents do, and the ultimate goal for us is just to have them be happy in life yeah Um, we just want them to be happy and you know would it be awesome if they were super successful athletically or academically or creatively you know in the the traditional sense we think of Um, success absolutely but no more than that we just want them to to be fulfilled in life and i think the biggest part of that really comes from being in loving and healthy relationships those deep human connections is is what makes life so wonderful. So from the beginning, we kind of, you know, Matt and I made a pact, we're going to work really hard, um, especially during these early years to, you know, to model and teach and and give ample opportunities for them to practice the skills of of building emotional um, intelligence. So making sure they're in tune with their own emotions, how to manage them effectively. To communicate about their emotions effectively and have the skill of of empathy and i think that's the best foundation i guess mm-hmm. um, we kind of give them for life for her she's just she eats all that up <laughs> she absorbs all of that one other quick example last week i was having an adult meltdown um, oh, no! Was, you know like i was talking about before one was i i cannot balance all of this in my life right now so yeah. i'm gonna cry for a little bit um
1: <laughs> go ahead in and the then, closet
0: yeah and and move on but as i was visibly crying and I, I walked over to taylor um and i asked if i could just sit with her for a minute because she gets the best cuddles and i just wanted to take some deep breaths i didn't say anything and she's Brushing my hair back and looking at my face, she says something along the lines of, "Don't you dare say you have been a bad mom this week. You oh, so much for us.
1: My gosh,
0: like, she's she's five. <sighs> like, what? Like I was thinking it, but I, you know,
1: holy and smokes.
0: Yeah, and, and she's she's just so she's really in tune with people, and it's
1: really special. So that would make um, me cry ten times more."
0: Right, right. <laughs> and she's giving you that, right, that, that pep like pep oh, talk. Wow. She's uh, she's awesome. I'm I am thankful. I get to be her mom.
1: Yeah, there was a post that you had about you guys writing
0: on the sidewalk
1: for people in the neighborhood.
0: Yeah, she um she she loves that stuff. She'll be the first one to go bring up a garbage bin for someone or oh know, my like, gosh. So live on. You had a, an elderly an elderly woman who lived next to us by herself and she'd be the first one to to grab a rake and want to go (sighs) rake her leaves or um, yeah she she lights us up
1: yeah someone posted i think that you should be on ellen um (laughs) have you made any attempts to get on her show
0: oh my gosh no, I, I had that no. Um, some of the community, they really rallied there I think she called it those, it was something along the lines of be kind to one another, some sort of campaign she was having where people could um, submit people who were who were living that, and, and mm. my community, bless their heart. One of the girls rallied the troops, had everyone submitting stuff out. Oh my gosh.
1: I'm just waiting to oh. see that. That's going to happen soon. I have a feeling.
0: Oh, man. What a dream. No, Ellen, Ellen is queen. What a compliment. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are there resources that you could
1: share that you use for your own inspiration?
0: Yeah, there's a couple that I'm totally feeling right now. One of them, Glennon Doyle Melton. Okay, so
1: just a heads up, all this stuff that... Erica's spitting out right now is going on my website so you don't have to type it out furiously like I did which is why I have to now record over Erica's voice because all you can hear is my obnoxious typing in the original recording. Glennon Doyle Mountain is the author of Love Warrior. She has a huge social media presence and Erica calls her her spirit animal and she draws a lot of love inspiration and strength from her. You can follow her on Instagram as well. is just
0: this like pint sized wolf. Of all of love, <laughs> um, and it's contagious. Oh, I love so, that. I,
1: mountain, I have not heard of her. I'll have to look her up after this. <laughs>
0: that's about to change. Open um, up some doors. Another one that I'm into right now um, is Lori Harder.
1: Lori has a podcast called Earn Your Happy. Erica says she's speaking to my soul right now as far as leaning into your path or your purpose and finding where your soul is nudging you to go which can be really intimidating.
0: And a lot of times you see entrepreneurs or people who are doing things carving their own path. You just see highlight reels, right? That it's supposed yeah. to be glamorous and fulfilling and easy and natural and um <laughs> it is so not. So Lori is so real and honest in her podcast and and it's not just about entrepreneurship, but um, relationships and allowing yourself to kind of elevate into your into your highest potential. She also has a new book out called Tribe Called Bliss, I'm reading right now. Ooh. And I'm pretty sure she wrote that for me personally.
1: Well, um, yeah. I so mean, I'm these sure. things that you're talking about, tribe, they're using like yeah. your key words, love warrior. Come on. Yes.
0: Yeah. Pretty sure she wrote for me. So <laughs> it's amazing. And uh, then um, two more oprah's super soul conversation oh it's oprah <laughs> it's like, it's like
1: preach her.
0: yeah and then my last one that i'm obsessed with is on instagram her handle is mindful mft
1: it stands for mindful marriage and family therapist Ooh. Um,
0: and this woman she spits constant truth fire about relationships She's so thorough in her posts that they really make you dig in and on your own personal relationships, not just romantic ones, and really how to how to better yourself and show up better um, mm-hmm. for people. I feel like I should really be paying her for therapy sessions. <laughs> asked for money yet? So,
1: um, that's great. These are honestly, well, obviously I'd heard of Oprah, but the other yeah. ones that you mentioned, <laughs> like who's Oprah? No, yeah, some good resources. So thanks for sharing that. Do you think that Matt is gonna start a dad Oh my gosh, what a funny question.
0: <laughs> um, that has been on the to-do list docket for years. Yes. I, their first group kicked off I think two weeks ago. Just started. No way! Yes. Yeah. Yep. Dad Taraj is alive and well. Um, I'm so excited for them. I really am. So yeah.
1: did what did he do? Start a Facebook group?
0: Yep, we're starting it on Facebook. Yes. If, if, it's, if it's successful, you know it'll be it'll kind of follow the same slow and intentional path that Mom Taraj did, but they're finding their own way here. Dad support groups really are kind of non-existent, and we know how much. Our lives are enriched as women by being able to share, and for a lot of guys, that's not really a thing. They're trying to uh, find what this could look like in terms of how dads and men support each other and and show up for each other and what that looks like.
1: I'm so proud of what you guys have accomplished, and to just see you guys happy, healthy, thriving, um, strengthening the community makes me really proud. I have been making more attempts to, as I come home, like I mentioned to you, I'm coming home this weekend to just get back together with people that I haven't seen in a really long time. And it's so important to, to have those relationships in your life, regardless of
0: where you live.
1: Anything else that you want to add?
0: Oh my goodness. I'll leave with one thought just one okay. reminder that always sticks with me. Our kids don't want a perfect mom. They don't. They want a happy and a real one, um, one that's human, that has, you know, her own faults and quirks about her. I think at the end of the day, you know, if uh, we love those babies fiercely, um, we're really unapologetic in who we are, you know, as, as women and moms. I think we need to find solace in the fact that that, that's always going to be enough. You know, there's no one um, on earth better suited to be um, your kid's mom than you. And so just trying to, when, you know, when life gets a little crazy and you feel mom guilt or like you're not doing a good enough job i think if you always bring it back to those things um keep loving on those babies i think uh i think we're all doing an awesome job thank you so
1: much for doing this keep shining your light it's very bright seriously just keep doing what you're doing and i can't wait to see what's next for you i appreciate
0: that so much thank you so much for taking um taking your time to to have me on here this has been so much fun if
1: you follow me on facebook and you saw the picture i posted of three women side by side recently it's erica Next to Lori Harder and Glennon Doyle Melton, two of the women that she mentioned inspire her. But you know what? They're all inspiring, powerful, fierce love warriors that are moving people. Erica is a Glennon Doyle Melton or a Lori Harder to so many people in her life. And as Erica mentioned, what people may not realize is no matter how small your contribution, your effort matters, and you can make a difference. So I'm thankful to her and to Moptaraj because it's growing and the more it grows, the more visibility we can all have into how to build strong relationships and how to give back and make an impact.